from what I've heard from many people is they like the Ready Weiss brand for its quality. Like they've liked the taste of it than many other brands. Welcome to the Canning Plus 7 podcast. I'm Kevin Williams, the Blind Montana Man, podcasting to you from Billings, Montana. Kendall Whiting was my guest on this episode of the Canning Plus 7 podcast. We discussed a company that he has called Life Saving Food. You can go to the website at lifesavingfood.com. He is a wholesaler for Ready Wise Food, and if you go to lifesavingfood.com, you will get a 20% discount. On this episode, we discussed how Kendall Whiting got into the food storage business. We also discussed some of the kits that he sells, such as a survival kit, a first aid kit that you can get if you purchase the survival kit. We also discussed storing water. You can also buy 50-gallon water tanks on this website lifesavingfood.com. We discussed storing rainwater, why it might be a good idea to just bathe in it or boil food and not drink it straight from the clouds. We also discussed why Ready Wise Food might be a better brand than some of the others out there. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Canning Plus 7 podcast. It is the Canning Plus 7 podcast. I'm Kevin Williams, the Blind Montana Man, broadcasting to you from Billings, Montana, on Thursday, October 21st, 2021. Well, today we have a special guest here. Uh, Kendall Whiting is my guest. He owns a company called Life Saving Food. You can check it out at lifesavingfood.com. A lot of freeze-dried food up there. Very good variety. I'm actually quite impressed. How are you, Kendall? Hey, nice to be on your show, Kevin. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Now, you do other things, too. You don't just do food storage, although that's going to be the bulk of our conversation, just so the audience knows. You also build websites. So how did you, but how did you get into the food storage business, though? So I was trying to look for another way as supplemental income um, during the pandemic. And I was just kind of exploring online and saw that e-commerce selling things online is a very, or can be a very lucrative thing. So I also wanted to help people uh, prepare, you know, in case things get bad. So I wanted to sell food storage and I looked at the Ready Weiss website and saw that I could sign up as a reseller and went, went ahead and with that. So you're a reseller. So explain to people uh, how you make more money because you obviously sell at a discount price as opposed to Ready Wise. But uh, you, yeah. yeah. So how do you make uh, a sustainable income when you sell it cheaper? You obviously buy it at wholesale and then. I would imagine you probably yeah. sell it for just a little bit more than you bought it for. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I'm still trying to find people to grow. I'm still growing, but, um, like trying to find people to sponsor me, but I, uh, I basically we we buy the food at wholesale and then we can resell at retail, but we can do coupons as a incentive to get people to buy, um, you know, ready wise, they do their seasonal couponing and discounts, but, uh, I try to keep a steady discount for my buyers. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm impressed with your website. Now it's interesting though, as I perused your website, your website does is not typical in the sense of, you know, back in about 10, 15 years ago, 
used to go to sites like Daily Bread, uh, EverydayFoodStorage.com, some of those websites, they would have you, they would give you meals that would last, I don't know, that you'd get enough to last about three or four years, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, you don't do that on your site, but you do have quite a bit of food up there in packages. For example, you have a prepping package. Your prepping package consists of soup, pasta, and all kinds of good food. Although, I will admit, your hunting package sounds more appealing to me. Do you get that reaction quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah, so you're you're looking at the starter food kit. We do yes. have a long-term uh, section for years. Uh, it's just a link at the top that says long-term food supply or something like that. And we do have for long-term also. Okay, because I saw the, uh, it said prepping, and then you're right. It said starting starters. Here's some of what you get yeah. with the starters. You get uh, creamy pasta and vegetable uh, R-O-T-I-N-S soup, I think is what it's, is how it's pronounced. Uh, yeah. four servings of, uh, four servings of sal- salver stroganoff. That's pretty good. I assume that there's meat in there. Um, you also yeah, have, um, oh, you also have basil tomato soup and all kinds of good stuff. Um, there's also beans and, uh, beans and West, uh, beans and Western rice or beans and rice. That's really good. So I'm impressed. And then your hunting, uh, your hunting section, it has, yeah, that oh, one's go actually ahead. a newer one. Yeah. That one's actually a newer one and it's actually really popular. It's kind of just like a grab and go bucket for your hunting trip. It should have enough meals in it to sustain you for three days and there it has a good variety of meals too it's not like the same thing every day oh yeah there's uh stroganoff there's chicken in there there's i think i i think I, if i remember correctly there's wild rice on in your uh there's curry potato soup all kinds of good food that you can buy breakfast a apple cinnamon cereal granola bars i i think it's just granola all kinds of good food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Another not popular... only. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I not only do you have good food, but I'm also impressed with the fact that you have, uh, in one of your, you have a first aid kit. I think it's in your. I can't remember which link you click on, but you click on one of the links there, and I think it's yeah. the meat. I think it's meat, and then you get twenty grams or twenty servings of rice. And then down at the bottom, there's a, a first aid kit with light, with uh, crank hand crank lights, a radio, a panic alarm, all kinds of good things on your website there. It isn't just food storage. Yeah, yeah. So we, we have survival kits, which are basically a three-day emergency kit. And those ones are stuffed with emergency supplies. So you'll get the you know, the first aid kit, you'll get um, like a light and poncho and other survival things in case you need to just grab something and go. So it's almost like a 72 hour kit or a bug out bag or whatever you want to call it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Okay. Well, good. And so you're in the midst of trying to grow your business. Any good positive response so far? Cause I know that you advertise on the Brian Hyde show, which is a podcast. Uh, 
Have you gotten any response from yeah. him or any other? Have you tried to advertise on other radio shows? Yeah, he's been doing a wonderful job at um, at promoting my business. I'm one of his sponsors, and I've been getting a decent amount of sales too from it. Well, good. Now, for the record, uh, Brian or uh, Kendall Whiting is not a sponsor of this show yet. That's in the process. Um, I have to do some things on my end in order to get sponsors and I'll get there eventually. I'm just taking care of some behind the scenes things, but I agreed to let Kendall come on because there's all kinds of good things. And what have you learned? What's, what was the hardest part about starting this business? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think just, it's been a learning process because you'll, when you start your own business, you'll realize you come to a roadblock and be like, okay, how do I get over this hurdle or how do I do this thing? And you have to teach yourself. So I think the hardest part for me was learning how to build my website and pulling that all together because I, I didn't have the natural ability. I had to like develop those skills and teach myself just slowly over time like it is with anything else, like riding a bike, you know, you have to practice, practice, practice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what has it been a rewarding experience for you to start this company? And I assume that you created the website from scratch, correct? I mean, obviously you had help from Ready Wise, but did you have to do your own templates um, no, and HTML so Ready, coding? Yeah. Ready Wise didn't have anything to do with my, website i actually built it through a company called strikingly and there's many of them out there yeah there's weebly and and wix and other ones yeah okay so and, and with your experience with uh, food storage and all have, have you always been into food storage and prepping or is this something new for you it's so, I mean, I grew up in a conservative family and we believed in food storage and having it on hand, but we weren't, I guess, quote unquote, always prepared, like super prepared in case something happened. We were just always taught that it's important to have that extra food on hand. So doing this, I've become more and more interested, I guess you can say, in being a prepper and seeing how beneficial that can be. And it's also opened my eyes to how many people out there aren't really prepared. Like they get all their food just from the grocery store and they don't have anything on hand that could last them for a long time. I think the problem is, and I've talked about this on my podcast and we'll get back into your business here, but I think the problem is, is, for gosh, I don't know, 70 years or probably certainly after the Great Depression, we've been so used to going to the grocery store and getting what we need. And then when we lose a job, we're so used to collecting unemployment, getting food stamps and things like that. We don't give it a second thought. It, quite honestly, to be honest, uh, I've really, I mean, I've thought about food storage an awful lot since I would say around 2009, but I really haven't thought deeply about it until last year when we're, uh, 
yeah, last year, 2020, when we had that goofy toilet paper shortage, everybody was going out and yeah. buying hordes yeah. of toilet paper. It was so goofy. I think that's really the first time I actually, rather than just thought about food storage, I actually took it more seriously. Do you find more people taking it seriously now than, let's say, pre-2020? Yeah, I I mean, I, I've seen that a lot. And if I talk to people about emergency or emergency food or food storage, they're way more open to it because everyone experienced the pushback or the, the consequences of the lockdowns by the government and by the pandemic. Um, and people will relate to it more. They'll be more open to it because they want to be prepared if something ever happens again major in the future. Well, let me talk. Let me ask you a question. One question I have about uh, something that you sell here. It's called Aqua Literate Literate Litters L I T E R Z. What is that? All Litters Water. What Aqua Litters Water? What is that all about? Oh, okay. You must be looking at the um, water storage tank. Could maybe. be. Yeah, it's a storage tank, and that's another thing I always bring up with people when I talk to them is food is just one part of the equation you need the water to mix with the food and you need water to bathe. You need water to drink. Water is actually more important than the food. So That's it's true. You can actually live, I think about water. three days without water. I, I believe is that statistics three to 10 days without water, I believe, or without food. I mean, yeah. not water food. If you yeah. had to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, You'll die a lot faster without water than you would food. Not only that, but you're going to have a hard time talking if you go two or three days without water. Uh, but, yeah. you know, that's true. I remember going camping off the grid back in 2014. I didn't realize just how important water was because we were off the grid. Right? We didn't have a shortage of water. Thank goodness my cousin bought bottles and bottles and bottles of water. We were fine. But, <laughs> my gosh. Um, water was a huge deal and we had to not only uh bring a lot of water but we had to conserve a little bit we had we weren't uh, in a shortage or any of that but we kind of had to be a little careful because uh yeah off the grid water becomes a huge deal so explain how this aqua um aqua litters water works so it basically i think it's 52 gallon tank i can't remember exactly um i'm not in front of the computer but um it's a storage tank for water once you buy it you can fill it up and just store it that way i know they have a lot bigger storage tanks online that this isn't the only option um but talking about water my grandparents they were kind of preppers uh growing up and seeing from their experience and how they collect water, you can actually collect it through rain collectors. And they're these like big um, half domed shaped things that you can uh, collect water that way or your roof or however you want. Um, I want to say, I want to ask you a question about that because I remember as a kid living in the city and I was, it was raining 
I would say moderately. And I went out to fill my glass up with water thinking I could drink it. And my dad told me to not drink the rainwater because of pollution. So uh, explain how you were able to, I I don't know if you drank rainwater growing up, but if you did, how did you get away with it? Or was there a filter in the tank or how did that work? Because my dad told me that there was pollution in the water and I shouldn't drink it. And in all fairness to my dad, it could have been because yeah. we lived near a food plant and maybe he was worried that I'd get sick because the water would intermingle with the smell of the food plant or something. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to get away. There's some noise. Some people are doing some things outdoors. I'm trying to get away from that noise. Um, okay. I can't so hear anything. I... So carry on. Okay. Okay. Um, so with the water, I, uh, there's a couple ways you can purify water. Like one way is there's purifiers you can buy. Um, some of them can be as small as like a straw where you can go up to a river or a lake and suck through the straw. And supposedly mm-hmm. it's supposed to take out most of the contaminant, but Oh yeah. Just drinking boil... it through a straw with a filter on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can also boil the water which i learned as a boy scout growing up you know you can boil it and supposedly that's supposed to get most of the um i guess small little organisms out of it yeah Um, microorganisms and such yeah microorganisms yep and i guess iodine i've heard of that being somewhat effective um but yeah I think just catching the water, the rainwater is mainly for watering your crops, for bathing, for drinking water. I think it'd be wiser to actually store that and just use that purely for drinking water. So here's a question I have because I, I don't know, I don't, I've, I don't know much about this. This is a weak area of mine, but when you store water, Let's say you want to store it for 20 years. I don't know what the, first of all, how long should you, how long can you store water for and get away with it? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure on that one. I'll be honest. I don't know everything, but I would assume that what you store it in is really important because I have heard that bottled water is if it's stored for a super long time, it's not good for the water. Like, cause the contaminants from the plastic, and the water bottles, they actually can like over time ruin the water, the purity of the water. So well, yeah, I have a metal bottle of water sitting right next to me here. And yeah. if I leave the water in there for a day, it tastes nasty. So I, I how do you store water <laughs> long-term and it still tastes good, let's say five, 10 days later? Oh, for a shorter period of time. Um, well, yeah, let's, talk, yeah let's talk about that. Uh, since uh, I, I know that uh, storing it for a long period of time, maybe you don't know much about it. So yeah, how would you store it for a short period of time? Since my experience, if you do that, in just the bottles yeah i i was always taught that a plastic isn't a good thing to store it in that metal bottles are better that way but like the plastic bottles you buy at the store 
they actually have small little plastic particles in them. I mean, they haven't, they haven't over long term, they haven't proven to be that detrimental to our health, but they do have like plastic in it and stuff like that. Yeah. So how do you store, because like I said, I have a metal bottle in front of me right here on the side, on my left side here. And if I yeah. leave water in that for even a day, it tastes disgusting. So do you put, uh, like you said, iodine in the bottom of your tank, in the bottom of your jug? Do you put a certain pill that down there? Or what, what have you done? I mean, for day-to-day -day use, I've never had many problems with my water tasting weird. I, I mean, I would only use iodine if it's an emergency um, and you have to have drinking water. Um, yeah, I, I, to, to the answer to your question, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So when you say that you use iodine, do you drink water with the iodine in case you don't have any vitamins or anything to that effect? Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've been taught this, but you put the iodine in the water and you're supposed to let it sit for a while. I can't remember how long, but you let it sit until you're allowed to drink it. Let's get back to your business here. Sorry to be going all over the place, oh, but these are very important topics and I want to cover everything here. Um, you in your uh, meat section, I clicked on the meat section. You have chicken, but you also have roasted ground beef. Is that supposed to be like a meatloaf? Because I've never heard of roasted ground beef except for somebody making meatloaf. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a meatloaf. I think they, they have teriyaki also. And it, the meat buckets recently, actually, I don't know if you've noticed in grocery stores, the meat prices have skyrocketed. Yes, very um, much. And recently, yeah, recently the those meat buckets that you're looking at, they actually went up in price because they weren't able to handle the absorption of costs and all that yeah now uh, when you buy food from you slash ready wise um it comes in bucket it comes in a huge bucket and then there's plastic bags or mylar bags or whatever inside the bucket that or the, it also says on there that there's handles on the bucket so what yeah. does that look like yeah so it's a plastic bucket some of them are a little bit bigger than others you can think of like a five gallon bucket but they're actually a little bit smaller than that and they have like a plastic handle on them where you can carry them around with ease inside the bucket though there are small um, individually wrapped packets of food and you just basically tear those open and put it in the bowl or what else and and you just follow the instructions it's pretty straightforward usually you just add boiling water to it okay and let it sit some of them require you to actually cook it over a stove or something in the pot for a while just depending yeah. on which food it is it uh it's pretty straightforward okay now i want to ask you real quick about your dried bananas just to clarify for me and others, these are not, when you say dried bananas, 
we're not talking, or maybe we are, I don't believe we're talking about the banana chips that you buy at Hickory Farms, as good as those are, correct? Or the banana chips that you get in Trail Mix, or are we? Uh, yeah, they're dried bananas. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know the brand that you mentioned there. So I, well, I, I just can't. know. Okay. So you can buy these. Remember when we were children, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 41 years old. And when uh -huh. I was a little child, probably even up to my teenage years, I could buy these banana chips. They were dried bananas. They didn't call them freeze dried but they were banana chips yeah. and they were dried bananas and you could eat them. I could eat them all day. In fact, I used to carry a box around with me one uh, when I was nine years old uh, and yeah. they were really good. Are those, do they look like banana chips, the dried bananas? I, in honesty, I haven't yet ordered the uh, fruit bucket, so I'm not sure what they physically look like yet. Um, I imagine they are like chips and you would add water to it to add some moisture back to it. Um, it's kind of beyond me. I don't know if you can actually uh, eat it while it's freeze dried, but. Oh, yes. I I, I've definitely eaten food while it's freeze dried. It, sometimes yeah. it may not taste very good, but I'll tell you what. I've had some really, really good freeze-dried peaches before and apricots. I just put them in my mouth. Okay. They are really good freeze-dried. Yeah. I've, I've eaten dried fruit all the time, like the kind that you set outside and let the sun uh, dry them out, like fruit leather. Um, but, yeah, I, I would imagine you can eat these freeze-dried also. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to work for a company, and we sold freeze-dried food, and Sometimes I just put the hamburger in my mouth, not even constant, without even boiling it or whatever. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I would just put the fruit in my mouth. Oh, it was heavenly. I'm sure, though, if you want to do hamburger or whatever, you can eat it the way it is. But I'm sure if you want a good quality hamburger or good quality stroganoff or whatever, yes, you're best off boiling it, uh, like you said, on uh, following the directions and such. Now, I assume that in these patches are the oxygen packs, correct? Uh, actually, I think, well, there may be in some of them, but the ones that I have used, there have not been. Really? Because the pack. Yeah, the pouches are already sealed, so they don't need the, uh, well, actually, mm, let me think. I think there was maybe one of the oxygen uh, packets in one of them, but it kind of depends on what it is. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so but but this food does have like a twenty-five year shelf life. Yeah, I noticed on one of your uh, one of your links, it actually said that it was fifteen years. I can't remember which link. I don't know why it said fifteen when the food okay. store. Yep, some What's of them that? are lower. I think the meat ones might be lower. Okay, uh, like fifteen. Some of them are twenty. For the main ones, like the meal ones, they're 25 years. So that's why I always say up to 25 years because 
Okay. Not all of them are 25 years. Yeah. Well, so th- that's the other thing I want to emphasize, too. These bags are resealable, correct? That's what it said on the website. So if I would open up a pouch and use it and didn't use it all, I could reseal it, correct? That's what it said on the website anyway. Yeah, you can. Um, okay. Again, it depends on which one and which pouch. Some of the pouches you rip open and they're not resealable, but it's like a, it's like a four serving pouch or something. Okay. Other ones are resealable and you can reuse at a later time. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to cover? Anything I forgot to go over or anything to that effect? Yeah. Uh, basically we it's up to a 25 year shelf life and I give a friendly discount of 20% off. Um, that's usually a lot better discount than what the ReadyWise website will allow you to have. So if you do want to go with the ReadyWise brand, you can go ahead and go to lifesavingfood.com and go ahead and get the 20% off discount. And yep. Oh, one more thing I wanted to mention. What is better about the Ready Wide Ready Wise food brand as to others? Because I have had some other brands, and for whatever reason, their food is awfully salty. And this was a concern to my father because he was on a salt diet. And so we never went with that brand uh, with that brand of food storage, understandably so. So what is better about ReadyWise food as opposed to others out there? Because the, the one that I tried back in 2009 was a little salty for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah. You'll definitely get each brand with their own unique taste. It's basically all personal preference. But from what I've heard from many people is they like the ReadyWise brand for its quality. Like they've liked the taste of it than many other brands and it's it boils down to a personal preference thing so if you're not sure if this is something you want to invest a lot in up front you can go ahead and try buying one of the smaller buckets and giving it a try seeing if you like the taste um go ahead and i mean i'm not trying to be an infomercial here like you can go oh, ahead go, and try uh, other that's brands fine too so uh yeah just go ahead and try it out yeah, absolutely. By the way, for the record, uh, like I said in the beginning, Kindle Whiting is not advertising with us yet, maybe soon, but I certainly <laughs> am glad that you're on. Anything else you want to cover, though? That's basically it. Um, I My hope is that everyone can uh, become more prepared uh, just in case of an emergency so they can have that peace of mind. Yes, we've all heard the quote, if you are prepared, thou shall not fear. You know, some religions yeah. use that quote, whatever, but I also think it, uh, it's, uh, it's applicable in a secular nature too, such as food shortages and whatnot, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's even there's laws in our country that say we should have uh, food storage on hand. So it's even written in laws. Oh, okay. Because I do know, and I don't know how the government would actually enforce this unless they physically came and took your food away. I do know when President Clinton was president, he actually signed an executive order that said 
people can only have a three month food storage. I don't know how that would ever be. Well, oh, I do wow. know how that could be enforced, but I think it'd be very hard to enforce it, especially if you yeah. had a family of 10 kids or something. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware of that. I, I don't know why he would want to do that. Well, we'll go there later, but Anyway, okay, that's a different discussion. Yeah. Um, anyway, I am glad that you are that you just agreed to come on the podcast, and I wish you luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely.